Hello and welcome or welcome back to Let's Talk Hair, the Combed Education podcast. My name is Araz and I'm your host. Uh, Combed Education is a platform that I utilize to contribute back to this industry. So we've got the Let's Talk Hair podcast. I've got the Combed Education blog. I've got the Fundamentals online course shop. Um, I also have my Instagram account where ultimately I am just trying to help you level up your career. So I talk a lot about business. I talk a lot about hair color theory, um, salon life, mindset, um, and all things really hair industry related. And I always say my mission is to inspire and empower you through my learnings. It has been 21 years that I've been in this industry. I've learned a lot of shit. And my goal is to help you Uh, save years of learning some of the lessons the hard way. So today is a short and sweet episode. Uh, It is called The Benefits of Low and Slow. When lifting hair, of course, get your minds out the gutter, people. Okay, so I want to start by saying this, and I say this often. I'm the type of stylist that believes in the mentality of whatever works for you, keep doing you. I am not here to change your mind. I'm not here to force you to do things differently. If it's working for you, keep on doing it. What I am here to do is offer perspective, a different way of looking at something, possibly adopting a new way of doing something. Not to say the way that you're doing it is wrong. It's just perspective. So take it as that. Please do not take it as me coming off trying to tell you what to do or that I know better. I don't. You know what works for you. I'm here to offer perspective. So with that said, there's a lot of lessons, like I said, I've learned and that have helped me excel in my career in being a better colorist. So today I want to share one of those lessons with you and why I feel like it has made all the difference for me and my blonde clients, and that is low and slow. You guys may have heard this, tossed around the gram, low and slow, low and slow. Let's break it down what it means. Let's break it down. And more importantly, why is it beneficial when we're lightening hair? So low is referring to a lower volume of developer. Slow is referring to lifting the hair slowly. So lifting through the hair slowly. Before we get into talking about the benefits of using a lower developer, I want to give you, offer you some clarity on the key role of developer in the bleaching process because it's different in the hair coloring process and it's different in the bleaching process. So the developer and more importantly, the strength of the developer that you use in the bleaching process is directly correlated with time that's kind of it, okay? The developer strength has little to do with the power or the lifting ability. So remember this, the power is in the powder. Last week, I went into detail about different bleaching options and the different bleach powders that we have. Um, I would suggest you take a listen on that episode. It's called All About Bleach. And I talk about how the power is in the powder. So the strength and the the lifting ability and how far you can lift the hair really is determined based on the bleach that you're using more than the developer. So when you're trying to 
achieve maximum lightness with bleach. The strength and the power is in, mostly in the powders, right? So the developer that you choose will really only determine how fast you're going to get there. And the journey to lift is what matters most. So let's talk hypotheticals, okay? Let's say you choose to use a lightener that is super high in alkalinity, nine levels of lift, like we're talking bringing out the big gun, serious lifting power. 10, 20, 30, and 40 volume are all going to get you to the same destination. What's going to differ is how fast you get there, and in turn, the condition of the hair once you get to your desired level. So initially you might think, great, I'm just gonna use 40 volumes so I can get this done and over with, get as quickly as possible, blonde as possible, right? Wrong, but right, but wrong, okay? So here's why. 40 volume is going to get you there quicker. Yes, but you've got to bear in mind this. The quicker you get there, the more damage you will cause and the more uneven your lift will be. So here's an example. I like to use examples. Maybe this isn't the best example, but this is what's coming to mind now, so I'm gonna share it with you, okay? Think about it this way. Let's say you are driving a car and you need to get from point A to point B. The faster you accelerate, the faster you will get to point B, right? If it was a straight shot. But along the way, imagine there are trees and bushes and speed bumps and turns and bumps and curves and potholes and hills and random animals, okay? If you're speeding through trying to get to point B ASAP as fast as possible, speed bumps are gonna probably mess with your car frame and alignment. The trees and bushes can scratch and dent your car. You take a corner too fast, you may lose control of your steering. That pothole is gonna kind of jack up your tire. So like how many obstacles will you encounter? Several, but you make it to point B, but you make it to point B with a messed up, scratched up, dented up car but you got there. Now, if you take the alternative and go slow, instead of speeding through, all of the catastrophic damage would be avoided. You would see the turns and the bumps and the potholes and you could navigate this uh, journey a little bit more strategically and a little bit safer and ultimately you're going to arrive to the same destination just a tad bit later, but you and your car will be intact. So why is this relevant to lift, right? You're probably thinking, okay, Araz, you are not making any sense, but maybe some of you are getting where I'm going with this because the same idea applies to hair. So when you're using a higher volume and you're speeding through the lightning process, you are creating some catastrophic damage. Add heat to this situation and kiss the healthy hair goodbye. Done. At that point, chemical cut, like you're just not good. So the issue is, is that we don't have the equipment necessary to examine on a microscopic level the hair afterwards 
after bleaching hair with 40 volume, after putting it under heat. I mean, unless you completely degrade it, then our eyes can see that it's completely shot to shit. But most of the time, those of you who are using 40 volume, you're like, oh, the hair's fine, it's great, it's great, it's fine, we heat, whatever. But like, we don't have the necessary equipment to examine that hair afterwards to really see the damage that we created. We just see that the hair is blonde, so it must be okay. But here's, here's the thing, like higher volumes they're not only going to create more damage because you are forcing the hair to lighten much more rapidly. You're also going to achieve a more uneven lift, sometimes brighter and not the good kind of brighter, like the brassy kind of brighter, and a warmer lift than if you were to choose to go low and slow. So the benefit of using a lower volume developer and lifting through the hair slower is that you are allowing the lightening process to happen gradually, decreasing the potential of some serious damage and you're gonna get a cleaner and more even lift. I know, like I know, like I know, there are some of you that are going to completely disagree with this and it's fine. You guys are like team hashtag 40 volume for life. That's cool. Like I said, if it works for you, it works for you. I'm just here to offer perspective, maybe a different approach. Now, in last week's episode, um, I gave you a list of some of my favorite tips when working with bleach. And one of those tips is when lightener is dry, it's dead. When it is wet, it's still working. When you're working with lower volumes of developer, there is the tendency to have to possibly resaturate because the bleach dries out, right? Because you're getting to that journey of lift slower, it takes more time. So you would have to reapply. So there is that, and I think that's one of the reasons People are like, screw that, 30 volume, 40 volume, get it done and over with. Again, do you. But the 10 volume will get you there. There are people who get to platinum with five volume bleach, okay? So I found that even on the darkest of hair, just me and my salon, I typically won't go higher than a 30 volume. Most of the time I start with a five or six volume and I end with a 20. I typically don't go over 20 volume. This helps me in a couple of different ways. So number one, I am achieving a cleaner lift, but the hair is staying healthier and more manageable. I'm not like ripping through the hair and like blasting through the hair to try to get it blonde, right? It's a little bit more manageable. And this way I'm not creating insane amounts of porosity and uneven porosity, which in turn makes toning the hair a shit ton easier. You know this, I know this. Damaged hair is a bitch to work with, period, end of story. And I'll tell you this much, and I say this in all of my classes, every time I teach, I sure as hell don't want to be the cause of that damage, and I know you don't either. So here's my recommendation, okay? Obviously, I'm a fan of low and slow. If you don't wanna do that, that's cool. Um, I would recommend that you have different lighteners in your arsenal and use them accordingly. Because here's the thing, you don't need a nine plus level lifting bleach 
with like 30 or 40 volume on somebody who's naturally a light brown with fine hair. It's not necessary. It's going to do way more damage than it is going to do good. On the contrary, you cannot achieve maximum blonding on someone with a natural level two doing an open air balayage in 10 volume, right? So hear me loud. Know your canvas. Know your client's hair history. Know what your client's hair is going to do before you mix any kind of chemical. Make sure you have a firm understanding of melanin, the role of texture, the role of porosity and creating porosity. Know your chemicals, your lighteners, your products, the strength, the effectiveness. Um, know your color theory. Uh, this is why I push the fundamentals. Like, hair is not a one-size-fits-all situation. It is incredibly nuanced. And there's a million different things you got to take, not literally a million, but like a lot of things you got to take into consideration when you're lightening, when you're formulating, when you're bleaching, when you're toning. You've got to know your shit. This is what matters most when you're working behind the chair. In my opinion, techniques and foil placements these are all amazing, amazing tools. But if you don't know your fundamentals, if you don't know what the hair is going to do before you mix a chemical, if you don't understand melanin and texture and porosity, you don't know your color theory, you don't know your products, you don't know your fundamentals, you're going to struggle. You're going to struggle. So I, I'll say this. If you want to dive deeper into learning, definitely check out Combed Education. Uh, go to combededucation.com slash fundamentals. There's a coupon code. Um, it's Comies50. Think about it like homies, but Comies, C-O-M-B-I-E-S 50 for half off. Uh, your future self might just thank you for it. So I hope that in this episode, maybe there was some perspective offered. Maybe there was some uh, takeaways. Maybe there was some learning moments for you. Maybe some aha moments. So if you find value in this, um, I don't advertise. I don't do any of that stuff. If you find value, please feel free to share it with your fellow hairdressers. Spread the word. Tag me on Instagram if you're listening. And uh, like I always say, until next time, happy hair coloring.